Star apparently who has the ill na na because apparently she spends <laughs> one night with this dude and he's he's immediately ready to throw away his life of super villainy. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that though. <laughs> Yo, damn. Good this on is why her. you shouldn't. This is why society should not count out women of a more mature age. They know stuff. I mean, <laughs> man, I I dug that club sandwich. I was down. Right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat. Be on the line today. We have Abstergo Abby. Howdy, howdy. Shana Shave. Manda Panda. Hey. And the Executioner. Gayo, Gayo. <laughs> Yo, I, I need a, I need a prepared list of these statements before we start the show from now on. <laughs> well, right. I didn't even say nothing like Man. crazy or nothing. I just, I made like, yo. Yeah, I figured, you, I figured you went weird with it, but yeah, yeah. All right, but now today we have an awesome action-packed, fun-filled show lined up for you. We are talking about Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. This is the new comedy property starring Kristen Wiig and a slew of other folks. And it's just a good-ass time about two Midwestern women going on a vacation. And... <laughs> Yeah. Now, yeah. some fun stuff actually happens. We're going to talk about it in a little bit and let you know whether or not it's worth your time. We will also talk about A Man Among Ye. This is the new pirate epic that's not featuring Jack Sparrow, thank goodness. It's a new comic from Top Cow and Image and Joint Effort, and we'll let you know whether or not it's worth the read. We are also bringing you the inside stuff on Rustler, Grand Theft Horse RPG. Grand Theft Horse. And Theft Horse. It's a top-down RPG in the style of the old-school Grand Theft Auto game, and we'll see if it can measure up to that title. We are closing out with Alice in Borderland. Alice in Borderland is a Netflix show about three kids in Japan. One day, everyone just goes missing, and in their efforts to find out where the hell did all the people go, they are made to compete in a whole bunch of blood sport games. Dude, the whole thing goes bonkers, like left immediately. We'll give you the nitty gritty on that in a few. But right now, let's talk about Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Are you rapping or is that the actual name? That's the actual title. The title is called Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. They get in the car and they go real far. You were definitely dropping a bar and I thought that was amazing. I was like, damn, I'm impressed. You've gone too far. (laughs) What can I say? I'm a star. All right, all right. So, so now, Shayna, there you are. No, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. We're talking about Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. This is the new property starring Kristen Wiig and uh, Elizabeth Kelly. Who else is this mother? Uh, Damon Wayans Jr., Jamie Dornan. Dornan. Mm. <laughs> okay. I mean, he was he was he was Christian Grey in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, and no, he's we, trying we don't, we don't, very we don't talk about hard that. to wash that stink off him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, tr- he tried. I have to say, Dakota Fanning's not, not Dakota. Dakota Johnson's doing the same thing. She's trying to. I mean, Scrub off the stink of Fifty Shades as well. I'm a little yeah. frightened though that in in Shayna's head canon, that movie that we don't speak of starred uh, co-starred Dakota Fanning. Look, uh, look, look. No, is, actually, I would have I I I found that a little bit more intriguing actually. Because uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think, know. I don't think I want to see that They're one. They're actually not that far apart in age. <laughs> no. Hey, so about this movie that you guys have happened <laughs> Thank you. And I don't want to hear about little kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's not a little woman. She's a grown woman. She's, like, she's, she's in her 20s. 
consenting <laughs> age. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yo, just because you're a consenting like, age, does that not mean you look like... Okay, look. Hey, hey, so the movie... <laughs> yeah. The movie so that you guys have watched. Hey, the, 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 the views of Shayna Shade on SL reflect the opinions of the geek down as a whole. Now, uh, oh, best oh, friends, oh, Barb and Star... Your, your opinion is to judge women by their looks only? Okay. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. The best friends, Barb and Star, leave their small Midwestern Nebraska town for the first time. They hear about Vista Del Mar. It seems like the chiz. It's the place to be. Once they actually get there, they're just there to find a new lease on life. You know, have a nice vacation, get in some adventures, and, you know, do some stuff. Feel alive when their world kind of goes topsy-turvy. While they're there, they end up unwittingly getting caught up in a, uh, in a villain's plot. And from there, it becomes a complete cartoon. Now, uh, I'm going to kick it over to Amanda Panda. Amanda... What are your thoughts about Bob and Star go to Vista Del Mar? So I really feel like it's a movie out of its time, right? Because like we're in the twenty, we're in the twenty twenties now, twenty twenty one. Like these two characters, Barb and Star, like if this had been during the peak of SNL skit comedy and they released this movie then, like this would have been like a tidal wave sensation. Like before Ladies Man, but after Night in the Roxbury. Like in that golden age, it would have been like, boom, yes, oh my gosh. So, I mean, uh, because I think comedy has kind of changed and like sketch comedy is kind of coming back now, but not in the same kind of sense that, you know, seeing this, I was like, this just seems like a very glorified SNL movie. <laughs> and, and that's not necessarily bad. Like, I'm not saying it's bad, like it has its place. And there were so many great moments in this movie, but I'm just like, I... It just, it, there was something off about it for me. So like a lot of the jokes landed for me. I think the characters were great. Like Kristen, Kristen Wiig and um, uh, uh, the woman who played um, Barb, like they have great, they have great, you know, chemistry with when they're together. And they literally remind me of any aunt that I've ever gone on vacation with ever, you know? <laughs> so like, so it makes sense. There's like a nice nostalgia ring to it, but you know, uh, like I said, it just it kind of pulled me out of it because it, it didn't feel very tangible to now for me. And I think that's something that I tend to look for in my movies. But like as a fun romp, heck yeah. Like if this stuff actually happened in Vista Del Mar, I would go to Vista Del Mar and get me a really sharp cheese shell bracelet. <laughs> that seems like a really good, uh, you know, MacGyver trick to have. <laughs> It's oh that was interesting the way they made they, they made use of the the weird trinkets that you get yeah. on vacation that no one actually they wants. They took off gun a lot and they all paid off. Like if it got mentioned, it somehow got used, which was really nice. Like there was some nice finesse to it. Well, the but... way they slipped that in though, it's like uh, these two have these random lengthy conversations that are are just literally about nothing. Like when they had a full breakdown that with the passage of time, I think there were two transitions to show you this went on for hours on how interesting people named Trish are. Yeah, um, oh my God. I, I, I'm, I'm sitting there like- got me laughing the most. Like, my I was God. like, I've seen, so I've seen this degradation of conversation happen in real time with, with family members. So I know it happens and I was like, yep, here we go. And it was, it was glorious. It, it was, was, not, it was, it was not glorious. It was, it was, it was anything, but I, I sat there like, I've, I've been in this room. I, I can't be here. I need the dope. Oh, oh, the flashbacks are coming. All right. So Shane, are you, are you in the same vein there? Have you had these in-depth conversations about um, your, your, your favorite suit? No, except to say that that 
hot dog soup they showed was disgusting. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that did not look appetizing oh. at all. But, uh, but then at the same time, I was like, they are middle-aged white women from the Midwest. I'm going to assume there's at least one disgusting dish in their repertoire. <laughs> Only one. Yeah, that's cold. Bro. I mean, at least the one. You, 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 talk, you, talk, you, talk, you talk. You envision ham chunks in Jello. A little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My. But I don't know. I, I. But all in all, I did actually find Barb and Star kind of delightful in a way because there's a certain naivete in the way that they operate in the world. So I'm like, oh, they really do think everything's sunshine and rainbows. I wish I could be like that. At one, I can't. At one point in your life, you might have. There's, no. there's a bit of Barb and no. Star in all of us, because the nope. best friend, nope. best ship is a friendship. I'm what? Nope. Where are you getting attitudes from? Too much from? of a what, minority. What is happening right now, bro? Like, <laughs> what is this? Like, like legitimately, I might have been like that when I was like eight, but like too much of a minority. So yeah, no, you too like, hood. You too yeah, hood I, to have. I guess knocked like, out of you too quick. I am not in any way very hood. No, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like you've experienced <laughs> enough of the real world not to have just the cookie cutter uh, white bread 1950s yeah. uh, Donna no, Reed esque no. uh, 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 world view that these yep, two I know exactly where you're just going. like sleepwalk no through. No rose colored glasses for me. Yeah, no yeah. rose tinted glasses for you. It's they just don't like exist. Every, 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 everything, every, everything, their entire life right. philosophy came off of the Betty Crocker website. Yes. I know. Except and, for that and, hot dog soup. I'll stop bringing and up the I, hot dog like, soup. I, I'm trying to. Uh. <laughs> right. I agree with Amanda that this does feel a little like, like they do feel like a um one of the more, they do feel like an SNL skit back when, you know, you had a lot of like really solid characters that you saw on a regular basis. Yeah. But, um, but I don't know, this movie just really works for me because I really like absurdist humor and I grew up watching a lot of madcap comedies. Like, it's a mad, 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 mad world and Rat Race, the original and the remake. Um, so I grew up with a lot of that kind of stuff. So this, this fits in my wheelhouse because it is, everything is ridiculous in every corner of everywhere between yeah. the weird leader of their women's group that on um, what was the problem she was so like committed to every tiny little rule and she was so anal about it and it was like wow why do y'all even want to hang around her i'm saying <laughs> like who joins it's like i'm gonna sit and i'm gonna uh, imagine you go to a nice book club or something you know it's like we're gonna sit and discuss something that i enjoy and these people enjoy and we're taking in something new and we're having a conversation but this woman steps in and she's so rigid to, to her own like set of nuanced uh arbitrary rules that she put in that it's like well, I thought it's not your turn to speak. Give me your book. Uh, your right. I know. But we've all, we've she, all she, met, like, we, we've all met people now. like that. Exactly. You've like, all met somebody now. Your tea is my tea now. Give me that. Cup. Right. Like any, we've all met that one person. If you give them a modicum of control or power, they become a complete and utter it all tyrant goes in their the situation. Head. Like there's, there's always that person. <laughs> Nobody Please. likes that person, but that person exists. I love the random. Right, I love the random musical numbers. Yes, because it fit in. It fits in a world that that's absurd. Like, and everybody was great. Andy Garcia and his random cameo on Tommy Morgan Bahama. Freeman and his. Um, Rita Mac, Reba McIntyre and hers, like the the. 
the cameos are so random but hilarious and oh my god that lounge singer oh what yeah uh, what? richard cheese he's, he's a he's a richard cheese is a, is a real is a real lounge singer he does yes I love the topics of his songs. I would, I would go see him perform. I love Richard, Richard Cheese yeah. does. Richard Cheese does stuff like the lounge version of Metallica songs and Snoop Dogg tracks, uh, all done oh, like lounge man, music. In great. this movie, he's 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 like it. Literally, is just a lounge environment at a uh, at a Florida um, resort. Yeah, he's singing about how much he loves boobies, and I'm just like. Yo, it, it's or, it's like eleven a.m. in the morning, bro. You or you, the, you are right? or the random song about all his classmates that being have died. dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, that that one was kind of dark. All my friends from school are dead. Yeah, them a man going on with names. Like, wow. My impression of this movie was uh, I started off kind of hating it. Like, oh, this is definitely not meant for me. As this whole thing plays out, I'm getting yeah, it's supposed to be a comedy, but you know what? This is just too silly. And it took me about uh, uh, three fourths of the of the way through the movie to finally get it to realize no it's not that this movie isn't for me it's that this movie knows what it is and like they lean into it not just like lean into it like oh we're along with the gag but lean into it so hard that i realized i didn't get it at the start i didn't realize how deep of a pastiche this was like it's not a napoleon dynamite which i went in thinking that's what it was it's just complete it's a it's a full-on austin powers Yes. You know, it's, it's, it, yeah. yeah. It's, so it, it's it, a complete like madcap comedy. Yeah, and I and I, it took me a, No, no, I, I like that. I kind of miss it because I do appreciate how they did it in this. The way the story plays out, it's not flawless. I do acknowledge that when I really did start to have a good time, I was also well aware of the flaws of the movie. Like Damon Wayans Jr. is a guy who I find hilarious. And he <laughs> ha has done a lot of good work. In his move, in his in his movies, and like uh, his own produced projects, but this movie wastes him so hard, and he is like all over the yep. trailer. So I'm thinking this is gonna be a new Kristen Wiig and Damon Wayans Jr. property. Word, you know, and and, and he's he's I'm just gonna say he's wasted because to describe how he's wasted would be a just a just a spoiler. But it's like yeah. no, I'll let you, I'll let you it's be disappointed weird. if you if you really want. Is to it weird coming. that I think that's the joke? I think that is the joke. I think that's that was on purpose. Mm, I, I, yeah, I hope I not because that. I hope not because the way that character was presented, it would have been perfect for anyone who's like an unknown to kind of make their break in a property like this without it being. Way, well, I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm but, just giving you my interpretation. I think it works because I think the joke works because he's it's known. him. The fact that they keep like subterfusing that that's who he is is that i think because you do know who he is he's very recognizable yeah so it's like okay uh, i'm like are we really pretending like this isn't who this is okay uh, fine if it's, gonna be, if it's gonna be one of those then i would i would have preferred they do something like bill murray in the uh the dumb and dumber joint or bill murray in any of the other thousand so, cameos he's done so what of you're those. saying is that character should have been bill murray yes, yes i'm saying that character should Actually, have been an old you know white what? man thank you if thank you for putting these words in my mind what is with you in this his Bosley from Charlie's Angels. I think I would buy that. You mean, you mean Charlie's Angels, not Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, right? Yeah. What's, what's wrong with Full Throttle, though? <laughs> it, it was garbage. Did you see it? 
Yeah. I mean, That's he's and, he, and Bill Murray's barely in that one because it was Bernie Mac. Not that I got a problem with Bernie Mac. But right, well, you know what Bill Murray's That's not Bill in? Bill Murray read the Barb script. Stark go to Vista close. Del Mar. Now, um, I, I will I will say though, this as, as entertained as I was through this, like I, once I got once I got over that, this is weird to say. Though, I was actually having just a damn good time. I'm laughing my ass off at all the gags. I love how they presented um, uh, 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 Barb as. It starts off. She's this really stereotypical and uh, kind of demure, kind of uh, ver kind of simple um, uh, Midwestern uh, housewife who doesn't have much going for her. Once she gets away from her friend and starts doing all these events, suddenly she's like on this island. She's the man. You know, she's shouting out people, people like you know, Barbara, Barbara. She's leading parties. I'm like, where the hell did this come from? You've been there for all of like a day and a half. Living it up. I think. I, I, I think that was, was. I think that's kind of the homage of like the codependency because obviously Barb and Star are very codependent on each other, mm. and they have this cohesive identity. And this movie shows what happens when that breaks a little bit. Yeah, they find and, themselves, and Barb yeah. becomes like this ill, um, this ill party animal. Uh, uh, Star, Star apparently who has the ill nah nah because apparently she spends <laughs> one night with this dude and he's he's immediately ready to throw away his life of super villainy and, and devote his entire existence to this woman. I'm just like, damn, it's like that. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that though. <laughs> yo, I mean, all, all right, yo, yo, good on this her. Is why, good this on is why her. you shouldn't. This is why society should not count out women of a more mature age. They know stuff. Man, I I dug that club sandwich. I was down. Right? <laughs> like, how? Okay, that's doesn't even matter. What I said. All right, well, hold on. We're starting. Like, we're starting. Yo, all right, we're starting to gush a bit. There is a downside to this, where I thought the overall plot that they do present, uh, they trickle it out. But when they do present the overall plot of the attempted um, like mass murder, it kind of falls apart because you get. It's like it's 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 like it's like they present that as an afterthought that they keep going back to. It's like you're watching this movie. Oh yeah, that's right. We gave you this plot. Hold on. Okay, here's what happened with that. Now on to the oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, we gave you this plot, didn't we? Okay, yeah, you know, here's a follow-up real quick. It's like they they it it was it was like it was secondary. Um it it's like um they they kept forgetting that this is what they presented as like the big uh uh overview issue that they have to deal with. So it's like, that's the thing that kind of lost me. But by the end of this movie, you don't really care. Yeah, I was I having too much fun with the comedy, you know? It's just like, now yeah. apparently Shayna feels different. Shayna, I want to I get well, your no, opinion I on think, that. Cause... I feel like the um, the super villain plot was more of a like plot catalyst really to make other things happen and to you know facilitate some of the more wacky things that happened. But can I just say, I, one hats off to the people who did the um, makeup for this because I did not realize who the villain was when I first looked at them. Mm. Oh, I I knew right off the bat. I watched it with my husband, and he's like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "Kristen, <laughs> you can't I, 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 I love how they made, a, they, they made a joke about that where she looks she looks at the she looks at the the surveillance footage and she's just like, "Well, she well I understand. No, well, she's, she she's gorgeous, quite obviously." So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, like, but that's literally what I said. I went and I was like, yeah, that kind of looks like Kristen Wiig. But like, I did not in my head immediately go, that's who that is. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it was good the way they presented that. And there's a lot uh, in this that's um, enjoyable. I myself didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. And it took me a while to get there. So it's one that you may have to be, you know, dragged in kicking and screaming to. But if you are, I mean, yo, those people may have done you a favor. I'm giving this a thumbs yes. up. It was just a fun ass time. I've never seen culottes presented so functionally. 
and I've got I've got a new appreciation for the name Trish. Uh, I know. Yeah, uh, I know. That Shana. was great. Um, I give it a thumbs up. And can I also just say I really loved Yo Yo. Like yo yo yeah yo yo uh, played by um, <laughs> yo yo played by Rain Doll uh, excuse me Rain Doy uh, was just kind of an out of nowhere little treasure just this he's just he was just a treasure <laughs> I, my best his best moment is when the villain gives her backstory and he goes your feelings are valid and there really wasn't any other course of action and I'm like, <laughs> yes yes and I'm like, I'm, it's something so nice for someone to say your feelings are valid. I don't know. And it's just nice they threw that in there. <laughs> but Yo-Yo is like legit one of the stars of this movie, even though he is not a main character. Um, and Shayna, your review was fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, uh, big thumbs up. All right, Amanda. So I, I'm going to give this a thumbs up. Overall, I did find this fun and engaging. I think very much like you said, Pat, at the beginning, it... It's kind of a snail's pace. So, I mean, you, you got to put the oven on and let the oven preheat. But once it's at temp, you're good to go. I concur. Um, it's, well, I mean, it's a very specific type of movie. So, like, understand that going in. But it's called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Uh, you can find it now on streaming. It's just a weird, fun comedy movie. Check it out if anything you, we said sways you. But now, let's talk about A Man Among Ye. Uh, this was a four-issue arc that came out um, a while ago and was just released in trade. It's about um, Ed Falls and Vonnie, uh, who's the legendary pirate who actually existed uh, yes. in you know, our own history. Um, she's a legendary pilot uh, who we know of her escapades. We don't know much about her personal life, and that's one of the historical mysteries that still remains. So this is a fictionalized, um, well, just an like adventure, it. really. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's not documentary style. It's not like they're not attempting to, recon to, to deconstruct history or, you know, find like the inside stuff or even tell it from like a, a point of uh, irony and pastiche. This is just a uh, fictionalized adventure starring these uh, real life characters. Um, what happened is uh, we find uh, Anne Bonnie fighting the pirate patriarchy um, while outwitting, right. outplaying. Uh, okay, this, uh, this is their words, all right? I mean, she's she's um, fighting more than the bitch. I mean, literally in real life, that's what Anne Bonnie did. Right? Yeah, she's fight, she fighting that the British, mm. the scurvy. You know, it's just like ridiculous the amount of stuff she's right. fighting. Well, the story is uh, Anne Bonnie, who's uh, who's sailing with uh, her beau uh, Calico Jack Rackham. She ends up separated from her beau and captain, and ends up helming a small ship with an all-female crew. Now, the way they present this is she was like the second mate and. All these other pirates, all the other dude pirates are just douches with a capital douche. And that was an interesting way to come at it from. Now, uh, I got to check this out. Abby, you got to check this out. I want to hear your impression yes. of, oh, okay, you say, say, like, it's like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. No, not um, putting words in my mouth. Tell no, us about. I, so I, when I first, sorry, um, I, I didn't know what to expect. I, um, I started reading it and I was like, I wonder where this is going to go. Will she like earn the respect of her, of like the crew? Will she like, uh, like befriend like the, uh, like the captive that like ends up in the, in the, um, in the sort of the hold, I guess. And I didn't know where they were going to take it. And so when they 
towards the end, like the last issue with the betrayal of um, some characters, you realize that like, hey, they plan on actually like taking it like uh, to like a new adventure, leaving it open for a better sort of like what's going to happen next, what's going to happen with um, and what's going to happen with her with with the crew, what's going to happen with like the other characters, like um, what's her name, Caster, the woman in the dress, or mm-hmm. like the or like your servant, or oh, what's her name, uh, the the girl in blue that I totally forget the name of. That was Mary that, Reed. Um, yes, Mary Reed. Yeah, like Mary how Reed. how are they going to sail the Caribbean? Uh, while fighting both the pirate patriarchy and also the British, like I knew, it's I knew one nice of them was to gonna have get like <laughs> and the British, like it's like one of the other, like they have to fight like both like like the normal stereotypes of what defines a pirate and also the fact that they are pirates certainly um, uh, certainly pushes their difficulties to a different level. I'm not sure if it's a it's just different. So it's nice to see like this uh, story like this come up about a historical figure, even if it necessarily isn't totally historical. So. Well, figure this like a dramatization that you'd see in between any show mm-hmm. depicting historical events. You know, you're watching uh, yeah. E! True Hollywood Stories, The Life of Anne Bonny. You know, it's, it's okay, okay. FO's not impressed with that one, but. Not impressed with uh, me, but. All right. Well, what I'm getting at is uh, this is a fictionalized depiction, which I think they did a good job with. I like the fact that we got to see an interpretation of Anne Bonny's personality come through. And even though to me it was a little too, um, uh, it was a little too. Uh, uh, oh, why am I blanking on the name? She played uh, Laura Croft. She played Salt. She played. Um, Angelina Jolie. Thank you. Uh, it was a little too. It was a little too Angelina Jolie in pretty much everything Angelina Jolie's ever did. You know, uh, they yeah, went out of that. their way. Uh, it, it, it seemed like they were going out of the way to make her the badass. It's like, we just want to see some pirate adventures. Pirates are cool, show us what's cool about them. And eventually it got there. I feel like they maybe had to present a bit too much at the start because it was very much, we're all against you because you're female. What do you think of that? And she's like, I'll show you men what I think of that. And I'm like, come on man what are you doing okay yeah so that's actually what yeah. i wanted to talk about because i'm like first of all like yeah you, you second in command and you like legit killing people over here like you, most of these men are struggling against one or two soldiers you're like killing like three or four and then you're also protecting your captain at the same time and then you got this big ugly you know bootleg kingpin looking son of a gun over here trying to be like hey man i don't like you and then she's just like she should have just been like man I kill you. Shut up. Shut one up of my Aww. one of like that the, woman respect One of the funniest things is like it's like it it doesn't matter what you look like, it only matters how many people you kill. And I was a <laughs> It's all life lesson you want to teach the kids. I mean, like she's like legit kicking like <laughs> butt cheeks over here, and then you got like this like hateration guy, and then stuff like that, and then you know they go into town, and you know you basically meet Mary, and then they about to attack this little little kid over here just for like what, just being a kid. I'm just like, yo, what, the, what are y'all doing? What is happening? What? The, why are y'all hating, bro? Like, why are you trying to get your men these attention? Look, just kill these fools off and get 
new henchmen. That's all you got to do. All you need is you and the cap. And then what do they try to do? They like, well, I don't want to spoil too much of the story of it. But even then, like um, when she ended up getting separated from the crew and the captain and everything, you know, she ended up trying to take. So this is what I'll say. Like, I, I liked Anne, but I felt like she should have just been more like, I don't give a darn what you think of me. I am a pirate. And she pretty much was like that towards the end of like the yeah. second issue and the beginning of the third when she tried to take the the boat from like iris and uh jane and then they, yes. they get into this fight and everything you know and she's basically saying like bro i'm a pirate i'm, I'm, I'm taking this boat and it's just like yo how you gonna take the boat that i was planning on taking it's just like look i'm a pirate <laughs> i take what i want i like that part. Like, why would you like that with your crew i like that part but i i felt like that was the <clears throat> that was the tacked on scene where if you're watching any kind of like buddy comedy uh, buddy cop comedy or oh, uh, yeah. attack. It's got to be like, I'm the badass doing my badass thing. Well, I'm this other badass you haven't met yet, and I'm doing a badass thing over here, but it has to be specifically badass at just this particular point in time so people believe I'm a badass on the same level. Why? Because we're going to be badass together, aren't we? I think we are, but I hate you for like, what is this? And yeah. when they uh, had see, that the scene, thing I, I, I was looking forward to um, I was looking forward to seeing them have it out because that was a cool way they introduced it and then they immediately fell back on the trope of there's a bunch of dudes in the background like, hey, what's going on over there? Is that women learning? No, that's women being capable. Yeah, we can't have that. They were even like jealous when like, um, you know, they had the plan of like, you know, doing what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And what was it like Jane like pretty much took uh, and to like where the British soldiers were and they were just surprised like, how did you capture the second in command? I'm like, that's what you're going to ask? You're not yeah. gonna say, "Oh man, you just made my job super easy. I could just take the credit and run with it." It's just, how did this woman capture this this pirate? And I'm just yeah. like, "Y'all some ignorant, dumb yo. Can you just take the credit? Just yeah, be like, hey, thank you so much. Why don't you go of... like, look, you were incredible. Go go take a walk and be like, hey, Captain, look who I captured." There was you know, a lot at least of... they're dead. No, man. All right, no, you're right. There was a lot of one note this, which, I mean, we can harp on that all day, but let's uh, move on from there because it is just all something right. that's definitely um, to note if anyone's interested in reading this. But beyond that, the story that was presented was entertaining. I, I actually found that it was a lighter fare uh, pirate. It was. I don't want to say romp, but dude, they were just what? having fun this whole time. I'm like, yo, folks are getting murdered and limbs cut off and stabbed and all types of stuff. That's what's yeah. happening. Yeah, y'all are just like, hey, we're just having fun about town. Oh, people trying to kill us again. Uh, I mean, it's all about freedom. If you really think about it, they were trying to kill these pirates because they were trying to live free. Yeah, and, you but know, then they go on and on about they, they were just living their them. best lives. Right. You know, all right so, well, but basically living free. If All right, well, Abby, Abby, what, what, uh, where do you fall on how they were living their best lives? Um, so I, I fall with the, they were just, you know, like given like the constraints that were constantly like, they constantly said like, oh, you're just a woman. And it's like, you can't do this. But like, like in spite of that or whatever of like the constant saying of that throughout the story which got a little boring at times like i get it everyone gets it it like just continue with the story other than that it was a pretty good story because i am a huge history buff so i i did enjoy just like the um incorporation of um like pirates in the caribbean not relating to any disney franchise 
Um, and also with like old stories about like Greek mythology and like, although it was very surface level type stuff, I really did enjoy it. I'm right there with you. I do think that um, at various points, it couldn't resist the urge to fall back on what I think is, it's kind of a simplistic approach that the story is immediately, immediately seems like it's better than. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm coming here. My mouth was mad dry. The story is about a pirate that you already know has history. You already know has a reputation and you're shown it's already in command of this crew, yet is in command of people that in no way do you get any kind of um, allegiance or respect from. So how were you appointed this position in the first place? You get a story that plays out where this badass known killer is hesitating to get in the conflict, except when it immediately benefits the 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 story. Like um, only when it'll further the plot, but nothing al to align with what we've been led to believe about the character's background, which I thought was very. I don't know, man. It's just like there's nothing to endear you to um, the character if you're not already enthused about reading a pirate epic and there's going to be some cool stuff with like sword fights and things. And it's like this could have been really enthralling and instead it was just kind of middling. Like, dig this. I'm still going to give it a thumbs up because it's not a bad read. It's just a fun story that I read and I remember now. I promise you all have forgotten about like half of the stuff that happened in this in like three days. It's that kind of story where it's just like, yeah, it's a good thing to read if I'm on like the subway or something. You know, it it it's a it's an interesting read to pass the time, but nothing about this jumps out at me. I don't want to continue reading on about these characters, about their adventures and their escapades. The coolest thing that happens in here, in my opinion, isn't even something that Anne Bonnie does. It's when um it's when Jane Castor uh, uh, uses uh, her influence on those two uh, dudes, on those two soldiers who, <laughs> even though they know who she is. And her Don't station you know way above them, like, is? like you better listen to me and go get your damn whoever is in charge. You know? Yeah, it's it's just like, yo, you know who she is, so you know she can not only have you fired, but have you killed, Ew. and still you are yeah. disrespecting her because the book feels the need to push you. You so hard that, but it's like the the book has to remind you so deeply that yes, here's the point: men are trash. You just need to know this: men are. It's like you made that point already. And now you're going back over the story to try to tell me this. It's like, it's like I get it. I'm reading this because I want to see how you get them through this. And it keeps falling back on that. It's just like I felt this. I felt this was better than it, and it needed. A, it was a crutch. So that's 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 where I'm coming from. It's a thumbs up, but it's a thought. It's a soft thumbs up because nothing about it makes me want to read more. You know, nothing makes me want to continue. Nothing about it really endears me to these characters. You know, but it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, eh. You know, execution. Where do you fall? Man, I hate to say this. I actually did like this story, so I'm gonna give it a. You time. hate that you liked it? What? <laughs> yeah, because like, he likes things every week. No, no, not because of that. It's just because of just like, yo, you're you're limiting this character's potential, Shayna. I don't hate everything, okay? I don't Dude, hate don't everything. You? That's your case. Uh, keep 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 I it mean, friendly, y'all. Keep it friendly. I feel like and, you want to though. I don't want yeah. to. <laughs> I have my reasons. I'm gonna explain my reasons for this one. I feel Is like it they one and two. S settle down, children. <laughs> oh jeez. 
so uh, only because I feel like they really just limited Anne's character. Like she really should have just not care. I mean, I get that Shayna is right, like you know, trying to command the respect. But you are second in command. Take your gun and headshot this fool. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jane, smack <laughs> him with a couple hundred dollar bills. Talking about questioning my judgment and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of these situations, all it could have been yeah. with a gunshot <laughs> to the head or a sword to the chest. Let's be serious with this. She is she is already a bad A pirate. Just do your thing and just beat the crap out of people. You do it. Do it. You do a great job at it. Do it. All right, thank you. Abby, Abby, you want to drop the reel on him? I was just going to say that it wouldn't make your reputation any better if you started killing the people that follow you. Hey, Good point. Command respect, though, man. And it's not as simple as... It's not as simple as I'm going to, you know, throw you overboard because you don't listen to my authority. It's not usually that simple because, like, these guys are willing to follow not necessarily you or but like follow your husband or follow you or whatever like they are working on the boat however reluctantly so like if you kill them off then there could be people there could be there's always the a worse person out there that could fill that position on the boat Abby, this is I true. promise all <laughs> money and booty all they have to do is just be respectful if you can't do that then you can just lie down, man. I feel like that's like saying any person who's in any uh, position of ever being oppressed, like, well, if we just fight everyone, then there'll be no one left to fight. Well, that's exhausting. Thank you, And not everybody's down for that. understand. All right. No, there's good points on both sides there. I will say, though, if you're going to offer me money and booty, you can get me to do a lot of things. Now, we're talking about a uh, man among ye. Uh, this is um, it's a it's a trade that's out now from Image and Top Cow. Uh, we're kind of mixed on it. There's good. There's bad. There's a lot of wayward opinions, and I'm trying to be as judicious as I can here, because yeah, no, I, I think some of the opinions we, we 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 spat here are just like completely completely nuts. But either way, it's available now if you want to check it out. Um, Dude, I mean, it, like I said, it's not like trying to deconstruct history. It's not trying to do anything uh, uh, revolutionary, and it's not a deep, um, it's not a deep uh, introspective of pirate life. It's just a demonstration that you, uh, yo, I can feel this was written with a love of pirates, a love for the lore of Anne Bonnie specifically. But besides that, I mean. Yo, you, you're better in, in, in this story. You, you really, really could have been. But now, let's talk about Rustler, Grand Theft Horse. This is horse. a uh, <laughs> horse. <laughs> this is an open world, top-down, uh, cowboy era, uh, Grand Theft Auto-style um, action RPG. Uh, well, played... medieval era, not cowboy. That's, uh, so, that's sorry, funny. yes. Uh, sorry, my bad. Uh, medieval era. <laughs> RPG. Uh, you play. Uh, you play a bald, uh, bald dude. You play a guy named Guy. Uh, he's a ne'er do well, trying to just live his best life. You know, trying to get his. You know, he wants some. He wants some book. He wants some booty and wants some bucks. You know, that, that's that's what he's trying to get. He's he trying pirate. to get the coin. I respect that. He pretty he's much. He pretty much pirate. is. 
Yeah. And this game gonna, takes gonna... you through his misadventures. Um, now, Amanda, you got to experience this in full. You want to give us your impressions of Rustler, Grand Theft Horse. So, I mean, literally from the name, it already kind of had me. So I was like, the only way this game will not have me is if the mechanics are bad. Like, if I can't grasp this for me to go on my medieval killing spree and get some wenches and some grog and stuff, that's where I'm going to have a problem. Um, and I am not, and I, <laughs> and I am not a strong PC gamer. I am very much a stick. So I, the first thing I think I went to was the controls. Mean, uh, uh, so there's an ability to, to map a controller. Okay. You mean, so controller. you mean a joystick player, correct? Yes. Yes. All yes, right. Cause uh, uh, it, it, it sounded a little funny. That's all. It just could have been interpreted in many different ways. <laughs> no. Like um, just... so, but yes, so sticks you know on stick yeah. and there is that so it's like great but i'm like for this i'm just gonna go in on the computer and see how naturally i can pick this up because they already got me with the hook mm. i i was all about the bards rapping yo like, the I rap music in I this got into it. i was like oh we're not we're not playing with historical accuracy here we're <laughs> we're having fun with it here and i'm about it so yeah. you know <laughs> You trying to tell me a medieval game uh, 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 featuring featuring uh, uh, hip hop and dudes freestyling as your soundtrack isn't historically and, accurate? And and, and 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 graffiti and gang tags <laughs> and like modern like traffic like yeah, crosswalks. You, you trying to tell me the king's guards? The king's guards well, well, when they're chasing you, their red and blue uniforms don't actually flash red and blue when they're chasing you down. The horse. The horses have lights, which I thought was kind of weird, but I, I dug it. I dug it a lot. Um, so yeah, you're just guy, you're just, you know, drinking, getting money, you know, gonna go talk to some dudes cause you're gonna go jack some horses. And like one of the first missions you have to go jack this knight's horse who's just conveniently at this inn. Um, and like I said, I'm not a keyboard and mouse player generally. So it took me a while to get used to it. But once I did, I was running all over the place. I'm hitting people with my horse. I'm hitting people with, with my weapons. And I'm just like, yeah, this is my life. I love this. <laughs> and then I get to the horse. And like the minute I grab this dude's horse, like three knights flashing red and blue, like cascade on me, like a downpour. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I'm like, even in Grand Theft Auto, like, they were not immediately on your butt the minute you grabbed the you grabbed the juice. No, so I'm like, that's I, know, a I, know, too... I know the exact mission you're talking about. These cats are on you like a sting operation because the second you grab that horse like, thinking, this is just uh, one of those simple early missions woo, woo, woo. just to get me accustomed to how the game works, right? Oh, I no. traveled all the they, way across the back to you. get here and there's the horse. Yeah. The second you touch it from the back, hey, that's my horse. Cops are like, what? And then they come on screen Woo! like, I'm not even on here. I haven't seen the front of the horse yet. How are y'all converging? And then I got to get yeah. that out of the way. And, and yeah. they are, and like, there has never been as efficient. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I got all loud. I'm, 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 the memory is fresh. It's though. true though. It's like, mm -hmm. there has never been as efficient a uh, 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 military um, <laughs> operation as this law there. enforcement uh, uh, sting operation apparently uh, has ever been, because these guys are on you while you're thinking of committing a crime. You know, it's it's. it's so I mean, like, if you're not if you're not primed in this type of gameplay and you don't master the controls, 
then you're not you're not going to easily get through this tutorial mission. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, like I'm glad this, you mentioned that this too. It's supposed to break you in. The controls, um, so, I, I, I'll just say, um, aren't that much better when you use the controller. I played with the controller. Okay. And it's okay. not that much better. It I'm feels glad like, to hear that. Yeah, it feels like tank controls a lot of the time. Yeah. And the fact that they're, they're, the save system is kind of BS because there's no quick save option. So that, that mission you that you mentioned- You gotta get to your hut. Yeah, dude. That mission that you mentioned that I you failed repeatedly. Your, you gotta get to your house. And then if you yeah. don't, it took, or it if took you me almost make it, you have, to, you have to traverse the map all the way back all the way to the back. starting point of the mission, which I really hate. Yo, how many times did you get one of those missions where your, um, your spawn point is on the opposite side of the map from where you start the mission. But the mission takes you like right back somewhere around your spawn point. And I'm like, yo, I was here. It's all like, really? You had me cross town to come next door to where I live. Yep. And then you, oh, you, oh. Yeah, there's, there, there were, there were a couple of those. So, I mean, at one point I really kind of got to, I really kind of got to a place where I was like, you know what? Like, I know that there's a story here mm. and I'm I'm still in it. Like, I really like this premise. And I mean, I really liked like, you know, with, you know, um, GTA with Red Dead Redemption kind of being GTA, but in the, so like, I kind of like this exploration of like, I'm just this badass trying to do, trying to do me in the world that I'm in, mm. you know, and however that happens, so be it. So like, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul like i want to continue playing this because they got me enough that i'm willing to to subject myself to a little bit more torture because i think there's a gem here that i'm willing to like dig through to find okay i'm glad so one of us it, was it got I, me. I abandoned that mess yeah. immediately okay i went once i once i failed the second mission i, I was like this, this is garbage i am out and i just started messing with people in the world map which I had hoped yeah, would be that's a what more... I did for a while. It's like I'm just gonna yeah. hit people, take their money, eat some some floor pie because yeah. there's like random, you know, that's like your health and stuff. Yo, I'll eat yeah, this bread, these people. I'll take this frog. I know it's medieval times, but they've yeah. never heard of plates. Nothing. They just have like ham hocks and, and, and pastries just, just on like the chilling on, on, on the sidewalk. Yeah, and yeah. What, and then what's interesting random is... people fighting all the time. So you're just like, that was another thing. The fighting mm -hmm. mechanic because I was using my mouse tr buttons for fighting. Um, it's not very, it's not intrinsic to me. So I'm just like, I'm trying to hit and I'm, I'm hitting the button for it and he ain't doing it. And then like he gets jailed and then he gets condemned, which I did like that. That was a nice funny homage to, you know, when you get like, you know, murdered uh, and killed in GTA, mm, comes up all yeah. red. It's like wasted, you know? so it's like, like condemned. Condemned. <laughs> so like it, it has a lot of, nuance to it that is enjoyable enough but i mean i'm gonna give this another full shot mm. but i mean i will probably end up walking away because the level of frustration i got for things i know can be done in this game in this game narrative that they set up like change the controls dude work yeah. on your controls a little bit more because if you do i can't imagine that people will not flock to this because the 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 setting is too good like they they did too much it's kind of like bright like 
I love the 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 setting of Bright. I hate the story of Bright. Oh yeah. Like. <laughs> I was wondering like, where you're going with that. Yeah. Um, the setting I, is great. The story is trash. The story is super <laughs> trash. Uh, I, 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 I gotta say, um, no, nah, I was, I, I, I gave up on the missions and then just thought I was gonna play through and just have some fun and mess around, with folks. And then the fight system was the would have been the main thing that could have saved it for me. And then the fact that, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how how far it expands, but it starts you off with um, just a very simple attack. You can parry, and you can. You've got your hit, you've got your strong hit, and you've got your parry and your block. Mm -hmm. And the parry and the block, the block is constant. That's okay. It's like invincible um, yeah. to anyone who's just like bare knuckling you. The parry is, is is freaking impossible to do. Like I, I there's, a, there's, a, there's a part of the tutorial where it's like, parry, just so you can, you know you can do it. I'm like, okay, solid. I'm 10 like, minutes later, I'm still trying, to, still trying to time it out just right so that when this dude's fist connects, when this tiny little figure on my screen's fist connects, I can just do this. And then I'm thinking, well, when I land, it's gonna be this big ass move. So that's why they're focusing so hard on making you wanna do it. And when I did it, like finally, after like minutes, this dude just said, and they got me again, like stops him for a yeah. half a second. And I'm like, okay, so I'm never gonna use that. In the game, the second I picked up a sword, never used any of those other moves ever again. The second I got a sword, stab, stab, stab all day, just stab. It's, it's the same way with guns in GTA. The minute you get a gun, you're just like, I'm gonna spray and pray. Ba, 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 ba. None of these games made it fun, except for uh, San Andreas, where he gave you the different fighting styles. And even then, because he'd yell fun stuff. This game is, uh, this game is entirely resting on the haunches of the humor and mm -hmm. the kitsch. And yeah. if it was, if they, if they leaned into that, like even tenfold more, and it's already extreme. Like the fact that the bards are everywhere. The bards Man. are the game soundtrack and you can beat up the bards and break their, uh, and break the guitars and the music, um, like the, 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 the over, the overworld music you hear like decreases, but then that bard that you just, uh, that you just brutalized gets up and he's still a bard. He's still got a job to do. So he's got no instruments cause he broke them. Now he just starts beatboxing. <laughs> and I'm just like, yep. That was that was the first thing that I did. I was like, can I hit these guys? Yeah. Just thinking I, like Yasker. Toss a coin to your Witcher, old Valley of Plenty. Yeah, yeah you, just, no, start, just start just start just uh, start singing um Toss a coin to your Witcher, but like in rap. Yeah, you're, you know, you're on the right path, but that's not enough to save the game for me. What I was getting that is um, having stuff in 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 there will get me to play the game, but to get me to stay with the game, like it, there's nothing in there in the gameplay that maybe do it. In fact, there's more tedium in the way they executed uh, this particular game play out that other games have already improved upon. Case in point, Grand Theft Auto, um, you haven't had to do that whole cross map re repetition thing since uh, I think uh, GTA 2 which may be one of the biggest influences on this, but in a game that this game is directly referencing, uh, it has a problem that that game already um, already solved, you know? So stuff like that, I gotta give it a thumbs down, which hurts a little, cause yo, it's got hip hop. It's got like weird medieval warps, like false history. And I thought I'd love this game going in, but ultimately it left me kind of flat. It's a thumbs down for me. So, I mean, I'm very much like you earlier. I'm going to give this a thumbs up, but it's a very, it's a, it's a soft one because of those kitschy things that really do speak to me. And because I just like running around town, messing people up, like it, it's enough to get, to keep me a little bit more engaged, but I don't know for how long. So that's very soft, very turtle thumb, thumb up. All right. That's fair. Um, the game is called 
Rustler. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, excuse me, Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Theft Auto. Ah! Yeah, uh, but it's Rustler Grand Theft Horse uh, RPG. It's available now on Steam. It's it's a it's definitely a kitsch factor um, game. It's from uh, Jutsu Games and, you know, successful Kickstarter just came out on Steam to a lot of like mixed reviews. So take it as you will. And if you want to check it out, it's available to you but right now. We're going to talk about Alice in Borderlands. This is the new Netflix series uh, about uh, Arisu. He's a young gamer uh, who finds himself lost in an abandoned Tokyo alongside his best friends, uh, Shota and um, uh, uh, Karube. Now, while they're searching for what the hell happened to civilization, once everyone, once these dudes come out of the bathroom and the world is gone, which I thought was kind of funny. Because that's how they presented it in the trailer. I'm just like, these dudes went to pee and then suddenly, you know, evaporated the world. What's going on? Yeah. And that's literally what happened. Yo, they they, they, they go they go in the bathroom, there's people. They come out the bathroom, there's no people. Uh, so anyways, they find the city has become a death trap. They find that uh, they're forced to participate in these like really risky, really violent, um, uh, just, you know, outright dangerous games for survival. It's two parts blood sport. It's one part, one part battle royale. You know, everything's gone topsy-turvy and nuts. Now I'm going to kick it over to the executioner to get your impressions of uh, Alice in Borderlands. Okay, I'm gonna talk to Abby, who's not gonna make that pseudo racist impression and talk about uh, Alice in Borderlands. You're gonna hear that a lot during that show. Yeah, but don't do the accent, man. Stop that. Oh. Yeah. So, I I um I didn't know that this show was based off of a manga, but I I looking back when I searched it up, I'm not that surprised because the idea itself is is a well-known sort of trope in a lot of famous manga and anime, including but not limited to Sword Art Online. But these people do it better. Um, they they have to try and they're trying to survive these different games that happen every night. And based on the number or the suite they get on these cards, so like seven of hearts, like seven the numbers signify the difficulty but also signify the amount of days you have without go without needing to go and play another game mm-hmm. in this world you're everything's up everything operates via playing card to give you yes. the information playing card and the loose instructions you get from these cell phones that are waiting for you at the start of each game other than that there's no electricity there's no communication and every now and then you'll come across some old uh, uh pre like fiber optic technology which is the only things that actually work so you find an old old radio you find like an old diesel engine car those might be the only things that actually operate. Anything else with computer chips or whatnot, it doesn't work until the game wants it to work. Yes, and you don't really know what the game is. Like, you don't know. There's a theory they sort of think that, like, maybe it's some sort of, like, forced virtual reality thing. That's what they think it is, and it's very sort of briefly theorized by some of the people. However, it's not confirmed, and it's very loose as to what the sort of borderlands or what place they're actually in is. I'm not entirely sure what it is. I try going deeper into what it could be, but it and it's a very confusing idea that I don't 
think I totally understand, but the concept of they were whisked away to this place that kind of looks like Tokyo, but isn't, and then they have to try and fight their way out of it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. We're never entirely sure if they're still in their world of Japan and yeah. all the other people, all, all people have been just removed, or if they've been somehow transported to a facsimile of their Japan that just looks like everything, but maybe the world's continuing without them. That's never made clear. All we know is we're following Arisu and his friends, and then this mystery just happens, and we're trying to solve the things that occur along with them. Um, Efficutiona, I want to hear your opinions of the game itself. The game's... So I'm not going to lie. I was actually very surprised by the games. I do like the rules and the nuances of it. Like as soon as you enter the area, you're pretty much hit with a barrier. If you try to come out and this laser beam from heaven, it's just going to, you know, basically go through your head and you're, you know, that game over at this dude, point. Those beams, yeah. man. And then like pretty that much. first dude. Yeah. Oh my God. The episode one with the girl. Oh, that poor child. Yeah, the poor the, high school like, girl. Mm, I, I feel, I feel bad yeah, for her. Oh my god. Yeah. In this world, you you start these games, and there's like no instructions except for what the cell phone tells you. So if that thing's vague, you are hosed, and well, it's almost always vague. Well, we we pretty yeah. much at, at first it is kind of vague, but you pretty much like dependent on the cards and like what they are. So like spades can tell you like the type of game it's gonna be. Or, yeah, and the the hearts games are usually the most difficult and get your heartstrings yes especially so there is a specific heart game in episode three where oh, man. oh where it really tugs at your heart it's very sort of oh man it really makes you hurt um and I don't want to spoil it, but it was probably one of the saddest, I think it was the saddest point in the series was episode three. Yeah, um, it's so and it's so early as well. Cause like you, like you think like, oh, like everything's going to be fine and dandy. Like it's this game and they're all going, like they're all going to do well. Like they're good, like everyone, like, not everyone's going to die and like obviously like you think like oh they're going to all have plot armor and like it it's it a, a grim yeah it was, it was, it was a hard <laughs> gut punch and so i, I like that the game throws you the safe from this yes like, and I it's it's quick, but i want to say like this show does a great job with character building like i'm, yes. I'm not gonna lie i really did appreciate like arsu i appreciated uh ooh, What's, what's his name? Um, Shota, I appreciate it. Oh, they, like, they did a good job going back and showcasing and explaining the characters a little bit. Yes. And then, like, their interactions and how they were really close friends. And, you know, especially with Arushu's mom dying and the fact that he kind of, like, put himself into video games as, like, that distraction. His friends are basically still supporting him. And they <laughs> feel like he could be something better. But Arushu doesn't want to, like, go with them. And, and then the, the end up in this game where you know it's it's like spoilers i can't say it because well, we're not we're not we're not doing spoilers but no, just so no, but it's it's pretty much like yo it, i really felt it and, it and it it says something when it's episode three and and you feel it like that's some, oh like my that's some Gurren login type stuff to me man like that's how i kind of felt and it was just like i i didn't expect to care about them so early and then that 
and then like afterwards there's more characters you eventually start to, to care about and then even then yo like there is it's surprising with this plot armor with this, with this show. yeah with, with the with the beach as well like you you learn about this sort of supposed safe haven called the beach and you get introduced to many of the characters that appeared prior to that that happened to be involved with the beach and it's this um area where people are trying to collect all of the cards so they can try and see if they can head back yeah it's and, seemingly a safe zone and yeah it turns and out to actually so, be a huge um point of the plot where a lot of changes and uh revelations happen um yes. i like the presentation of the beach and this world the environment they present to the viewer is unique and it's just freaking twisted um, and I like how the games start off. You're thinking, my God, they're going to try to kill these people. That's horrible. They've got to fight for their lives. That's awful and so intense. And then when you see what exactly is happening, like it ramps up, but then there's a montage of the games that they didn't show you. And I'm just like, why y'all got a tiger on a, on, on a carousel? Who put, who designed this? Hey, but that, that was surprising. I kind of like that. I, was like, I, I found like that, I found that, um, I found that quite, like, I didn't expect to be like, what the hell is going on? But like, there's also a game where like, there's like the panther in the, in the card tunnel area where you're like, how did like the panther get there? Like, are they near a zoo? Like how, and also like, is it a hunt? Like what's going on? Like, how do they get the animals? to hmm. where they need to be. Yeah, the resources that have to be involved in putting something like this together are mind boggling. And I have no idea how they're going to continue to play out because now <laughs> mind you, this, as you mentioned, this was based off of, it was based off of a manga. Um, and they, there was a short anime. Um, uh, uh, there was a short anime that came out after the manga itself. And there was two manga series. So one that continued the story. I didn't read the original. So I have no idea how they're going to play out from this point, but they have teased a season two. And after seeing wait, how wait, hardcore yes. these death traps got, like all I'll say is I will never just, I will never get on a bus right now ever again without, without looking at everything. Without just, you know, like, just making sure I'm looking at the, the graffiti on the side, mm. you know, um, making sure that uh, you're not near any uh, large sources of water, you know. <sighs> But you know what's surprising though, and I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I feel like for hearts and for club games, mm -hmm. it seems like you really don't have to kill. Like it seems like a lot of it is just like <laughs> psychological okay, I, stuff. Yeah, like right, right. I, I feel like they're more psychological than like straight up. Oh, like this is the enemy. Straight up Hunger Games state stuff. I feel yeah. like you're forgetting the caliber of people we just dealt with while watching this. 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 Uh, this That's this true. Because but it's, it's, I, I get it though. You know, you're in that life or death situation. It's really hard to think with a calm mindset. And I, I feel like most people who do watch this, you know, some people might be like, well, I could do this. And I'm like, nah, like- Not under the stress that they're under. Like right. half, like the beach, like the beach is the great, one of the best examples of this. Oh, you see, God. you see like how situations, like uh, there's this huge thing that sort of devolves at the beach and things go south real quickly. And it's very much every man for themselves at this point. Mm -hmm. 
And it's very clear that that's what they're sort of like portraying that like once everything goes south, everyone just goes crazy. And yeah, uh, motivations get a little fuzzy. Um, everyone's backstory yeah. is given to the point where you would think, oh, I'm actually on this cat's side, except suddenly they're all psychotic and you think, no, you know, maybe I'm not. Um, but bad idea. Exactly. And you can go to hell. Uh, dude, I'm, yeah, no, this is a thumbs up for me. This was, uh, it was, a, it was yeah. a good watch. It's something I didn't yeah. expect to be as intense as it was. And um, don't go in expecting something light. Uh, you will be sorely, <laughs> sorely disappointed. Well, no, it, it starts but off light. It was, it was, that, not, not that, that's, really. that's the problem. It, it starts off. It starts off friendly. Anyway. It starts off friendly. It starts, and off, then, like, it starts right. off like, hey, you're going like, you're dancing in the streets. Like that's right, kind of fun. Like, day, you know, that's how you. But then, but then you don't do boom, you're in like a huge game death trap well, hunger I mean, games-esque area it's, it's not what really the heck? hunger games it's it's more like is, it's more like you know Yu-Gi-Oh meets i don't know now guys it's like, gants it's it's no it's, it's, it's a nicer it's, version of gants it's, it's, it's a little of all of those actually but it's um it's danganronpa it's, all right oh, it's definitely donga where do you fall oh man i Shane, I hate to say this. I, I was coming in. I was. I thought I would hate it, but I didn't. You know, I know how much you say. I like to hate. It. <laughs> no, but honestly, I, I came to this thing like the story was incredible. The the, the character build. I really enjoyed the character building. Oh. This, like this show, like wow, it's it, overall this this show is incredible. I highly recommend watching it. I I have to give it a thumbs up. Man, you might low key cry. Like that's all I can say. <laughs> You're gonna low key cry. Oh my eye. Get the get the <laughs> tissues, bro. Get the tissues. That's it. Yeah, uh, no, you 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 right. If not a bit um, grandiose with it, you eventually got there. It's one of those where you will feel the pull, the yank on your heartstrings repeatedly, um, dude. It, it it was intense, but I definitely think I highly recommend it. Just because now, okay. You know, even when you said earlier, oh, I'm saying even what I said earlier with the with the joke at the beginning, mm -hmm. you know, I, like even me saying it, you know, I, I still felt something just by saying the name at that. Oh, point, this, you know? yeah, yeah. No, you you're right, and um, uh, the only thing I can say is, uh, wow. I really forgot what I was going to Thank you. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but it's it's just an intense show. It's one that had a really good time. I had a really good time watching. And up until the last episode, I was like right there with them. And then everything went so deeply left that I'm genuinely considering if I can handle another season. It no, was, I it was, definitely it was that. I mean, like, Bruh, let's, let's go, like, man. Let's go. All right. Well, I'm it's called... It's called I'm Alice in say. Borderland. It's no, it, it, it's okay. Save it save yeah. for next time. We'll do a part I'm, two okay. if necessary. Because um, we're way out of time, too. Um, yes. It's called Alice in Borderland. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, apparently, you got like really, really, really intense uh, opinions on it. If uh, sounds like something uh, you're into, check it out. But like I said, we out of time. Uh, I want to thank y'all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode. If you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, dude, check us out online. If you go to geek 
Dashdown.com. You can see all our reviews and shenanigans and goodness. And while you're there, check out the other shows on the network. We got a whole slew of them at villains.wtf for all that good stuff. And also, it's not just us in the house, but I want to kick it over to Amanda Panda. Tell the people where they can find you. So if you, when you don't find me here, you can find me on Twitch, either on Wednesday, modding for my sister on her Wednesday wind down. I play games on Friday, BC Manda plays, and every other Sunday, including last Sunday, my sister and I have a tribunal on Twitch at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we talk about inclusivity, representation in the nerd space, whether that's comics, movies, or TV. All right. Be sure to check out Black and Pat. Be sure to check us out. And until next time, we'll catch y'all same bat time same bat channel and until then that's into each other peace